coming up this week on the Screenheads podcast. For like nothing. Disclaimer: teapot brushes are not real. Oh wait, were you, were you lying? Oh, did you think I was being serious? <laughs> <laughs> did, you see, did you actually think I was being serious? You've done me. So when I thought of a villain, I thought right. The definition of a villain must be. The only way that you can have a villain is if you have a hero. Like, the, okay. the, the complete opposite. So it's not just a bad guy, you know. Hello everyone, and welcome to this... Oh no, I can't say that. Bi-weekly. Really. This is bi-weekly. This episode. bi-weekly. <laughs> just welcome to the newest episode of the Screenings Podcast. I'm just getting coming in the chair. It's not like it's going to fall apart on an evening then. Oh, mate, we are. We're almost 25. I thought... That was in response to me saying about the chair falling apart. That doesn't make any sense. This chair sounds like it's going to fall apart under me. Well, we are nearly 25. <laughs> Alright then. Each to their own. <laughs> no, no thanks, I brought my own. I don't know why, but the response that I was going to say there was answers on a postcard. <laughs> Each to their own, answers on a postcard. There was no question involved. <laughs> daft as a brush. Did you know the phrase daft as a brush doesn't actually mean that the brush is daft? The actual phrase was daft as a brush with no bristles. And so it just got shortened to daft as oh. a brush. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yet again, we have a chalked episode like instantly. <laughs> Last week it was chalked because we started talking about Sabutio. I got something I, in my eye. Mate, I thought you stabbed yourself. <laughs> no, I've got something in my eye. Oh no. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going blind. He's going blind. He lost his glasses first. And now we can't see. Don't remind me about that. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Are you okay? I am now, yeah, I'm alright. Are you sure? And that reminds me of a funny story, not about stabbing myself in the eye. Um, Like, at work, like, any time when I was on the old team that I was on, <clears throat> any time like, anyone said anything that was like a catchphrase like that, we'd always be like, I wonder what the origin of that catchphrase was. That's how I thought I was. Some of them were so weird. <laughs> Daft as a chocolate teapot brush. What? <laughs> Daft as a chocolate teapot brush. Yeah. What is a teapot brush for a start? It's like and why a chocolate. So, if you want to clean the outside of your teapot, you have a special brush. <laughs> that's what the. That's actually what the spout is for. It's not actually for the tea to come out. It's to hold your teapot brush. And then Westerners adopted it in the eighteen hundreds to pour the tea out and just abandon the brush. Wait, what? So how did they used to pour it? Used to pour out the big hole. What? Just take the lid off. Surely they must have realised that that was stupid. Like that is a stupid idea. It's like imagine having a watering can and being like, oh yeah, I'll just pour it out the big hole and just have like the top for like nothing. Disclaimer: teapot brushes are not real. Oh, wait, were you, were you lying? Oh, did you think I was being serious? <laughs> <laughs> did, you see, did you actually think I was being serious? Wait, you've done me there. You've sent me for an absolute telling <laughs> alley. I was completely on the spot. You full on dropped oh, the shoulder and sent me the western. <laughs> sent me the western stuff. I thought you said you full on dropped the shoulder and sent me a western. 
god. Oh my god. What a start to this episode. I, I, feel like, I feel like we've carried on very well from last week's episode where we were just laughing loads as well. <laughs> right, anyway. <laughs> Man, that was class coming up with that. <laughs> I thought you were joking, so I was like, and then I was like, wait, does he actually think I'm being serious? <laughs> Fully, Deli Ali, I'm on route. <laughs> oh god, right. Anyway. Right, hang on a minute, I just need to explain that Deli Ali, I'm on route. <laughs> so basically, on Fever, for some reason, Deli Ali just... He's been elongated. He looks he like just, a hot dog without he looks, legs. He looks like a hot dog. He's he's not that tall in real life. No. He doesn't run the way that he does on FIFA. He's an absolute monster on FIFA. He looks so much stupider when you play as England than when you play as Tottenham. <laughs> he's a giant. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. He literally looks like a large pepper army. <laughs> he's, he actually, yeah, he does. He looks like a large pepper army with hair. So yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> Going for an absolute deli <laughs> Honestly, mate, I love that. I can't believe I can't believe you got me. Anyway, mate, are you alright? I'm alright, mate. I feel I feel betrayed and <laughs> lied to, but I'm alright. Like it's just been a lo- it's been a long day. How are you, mate? I'm alright, mate. I'm feeling a bit better after today. After today? Yeah, because I've got PS5 now. Well, I haven't got oh, yeah. it, but <laughs> with that important now, we get we get given PS5s early. We get early early access. <laughs> Yeah, but like I've I've been playing it for years, mate. I've had it since the PS3. I can't believe it. <laughs> See that thing where that guy put, "Oh, can't believe I've got my PS5 already," and it was just a PS3 and a PS2 tape together. <laughs> mate, it's like when Chelsea fans like when Drogba left and they got them a bar and they just cost out the drug. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Life finds a way. I can't That's what it does. Jurassic World. I can't believe it's Jurassic World. Right. Anyway, today we're doing. Best movie villains. Yes. I was thinking about this this week when I wasn't prepping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, apologies, listeners. Um, I don't know how to word this. What are we classing? Well, that's a, difficult. What are we classing as a villain? Mate, I've literally just searched for the actual definition because of a villain. Can, before you say this, can I say what my dilemma was? Okay. So, like, obviously we know... Like, you know what a villain is. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about, like, the distinction between, like, Thanos and, like, Mrs. Trunchbull and Matilda. Yeah, I know what you said. So, like, Thanos is, like, the bad guy in the S- film. So, the way that I was thinking about <clears throat> what a villain why is... Did I, why was Mrs. Trunchbull the first example I could think of? I don't of? know. But she, she's a good one, though. Because, Outside like, of Thanos. she's a bad guy, but she's not a bad guy. <laughs> What episode was that one where we kept oh, saying that? He's a, he's bad, a bad guy. guy. It's Loki. We were yeah, talking about Loki. He's a bad guy, but he's not a bad guy. Was it Loki we were talking about? Yeah, I think so. He's a bad guy, but he's not a Because he was in both of our top guy. three Marvel characters. Yes, he was. But at different points. Fantastic. I can't even remember who I said. Captain America was my number one, wasn't he? Yes. I don't know who my number three was. I, can't, I couldn't tell you what mine was. I think it might have been Thor. I had Black Widow. You did. I knew that. And she was like... She was like the first one that I thought. I've done a Marvel episode and so on. That shows on off. There's been nothing to talk about. Who else did I have? Oh, wasn't Tony? Was it? I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know, mate. It's been it? a long time ago. That I know, yeah. I have no anyway, idea. sorry. Go on. You were saying about right. The... So when I was thinking of a villain, I thought right. Chicken tikka masala. 
Did you say villain tikka masala? I didn't, but I wish I did. <laughs> oh, right, so when I thought of a villain, I thought, right, the definition of a villain must be the only way that you can have a villain is if you have a hero. Like, the, okay. the, the complete opposite. So it's not just a film. bad guy in a film. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I thought. But, like, the definition of a villain it says here. In a film, a novel, or a play, a character whose evil actions or motives are important to the plot. So that actually kind of makes sense because obviously you've got films like Psycho, which is all based around, all based around Norman Bates. Who, when you when you think about it, he's the villain. But he's not against anyone, is he? Exactly. Or the Joker. Do you hear he's been offered two more films? Yeah. Have you heard how much? Yeah. He's been offered. 50 million 50 million squidaroos 50 million dollars for potential sequels mate did we actually ever do that episode because it's now annoying me and I'm trying to buy oh there we go oh mate I don't <laughs> I've gone into the superhero movie cal- superhero movie characters folder on the podcast thing and for some reason the picture's Toy Story 4 <laughs> <laughs> that's not right okay so yeah that's what I would have said is like I would have thought they'd have to have like the complete like the 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 polar opposite. Yeah, that's what that's what I was thinking was that like you can't have, you can't have a villain without a hero. Yeah. Realistically, that's what I thought is, is what I would have expected. Um. Well, I don't know who yours were, but my <laughs> Captain America wasn't even in my top three. Wasn't he? My number one because it wasn't Marvel, was it? It was characters in superhero movies. Oh, uh, yeah. Number one was Batman. Characters in Christian superhero Bale. movies. Number two was Loki. And number three was, Is this your king? Is this your king? Mate, also, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. Very sad. Very, very sad. We literally have a full episode, basically, like, hyping up that man. Like, yeah. what, what an absolute legend. What an absolute legend. Yeah, that was mine. Oh, I honestly don't know why that's what I meant. Anyway, we're like ten minutes in and we're just talking about Naff all of you. We're just off a pot already. Um, I, f- I have a feeling that... I mean, we're not really ranking them though, are we? No, we're not ranking them. We're just going to like talk about but some, I would, of, some of the best ones. I, I would hazard a guess that my great... Like, the greatest movie villain of all time for me is Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. <laughs> Darth Dada. <laughs> Darth Father. Genuinely sounds like the start of that prayer again. <laughs> Darth Father, who Darth in heaven. <laughs> Hello, be Darth Vader. And this is another thing I was thinking about as well, was like, and it's very unique to, in fact, you know what, maybe it's not unique because there are films where people are good and become bad, but I think that the reason that Darth Vader is quite unique as well is that I'm not saying Anakin, mm-hmm. but he is Anakin. It's yeah. like, it's weird because like, Anakin obviously, I think Anakin towards the end still was a villain. But in mm. a different way. Yeah, it was. Um, it was like he didn't... He didn't fully become bad, literally, until Palpatine says, Arise, Darth Vader. I think I might have to watch Star Wars again. It's been a long time. I might watch Star Wars over the weekend. Do it. Just all of us. Master Skywalker. There are too many of them. What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do if you've got ten kids but only eight chairs? <laughs> Get two more chairs. Kill two more kids. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think, I think the worst part about that scene... Is the like 
people's assumptions outside of it. I don't know if they're assumptions or if it's like actual what jo- actually what George Lucas went for. Right. But people assume that the reason why he actually killed the kids is because they called him Master Skywalker, which annoyed him. And I'm like, that yeah, is right that is lame. <laughs> Can't wait to be listening to this and go, oh Jesus. <laughs> to me, it's more just like. It just signifies like, to me, it just signifies that he's just gone. It signifies absolute laziness for me because it's gone. He's gone from sort of like pushing the boundaries of being the absolute. Because at the start of that film, it was really good. At the start of uh, Revenge, it was really good because he saves Obi Wan. He saves the Chancellor. He kills Dooku, which he knows is wrong, but yeah, he gets talked into it. He then obviously like. Remember trying to fight Count Dooku on the game. Mate, what a game that was, please. But do you know what used to annoy me the most? Grievous's bodyguards. Because oh, yeah. all they did was span their weapons and you're just like, I can't, I can't, I can't. It was a hard game, that. I can't deal. Do you remember like OG Phantom Menace for the PlayStation 1? Did you ever play that? Yeah. Where you used to have to pick up the little Bacta tanks for your health. Yeah. I, got, I kept getting stuck because it was sort of like a, like a battle, not a battle royale, like a called sort of like a tournament that you had to go through as Qui-Gon in Jabba's palace like underneath (laughs) or you sort of like you were underneath and you had to fight like waves of enemies that would come through I just kept getting stuck because I was I was gonna say I was was gonna say I was a little kid but then I was just like doesn't even matter how old I am I was a Jedi master you weren't physically in the game (laughs) yeah I was actually in the kid I was Qui-Gon I just couldn't do it it's like, you know, you know, you know when we were talking about Toy Story, we were like, talking about Rex, where his arms are too small. <laughs> it was like me, I was like, I can't press the buttons. <laughs> I don't know why I was cockney as well. <laughs> that's what made me laugh more. <laughs> I can't press the buttons, mate. <laughs> I was like, that's neither Qui-Gon or Rex. It's like, neither of the references. And obviously it's not you. <laughs> oh my God. <gasps> um, yeah, I think, like, because we talked about it, I think it was on the last episode, saying Darth Vader is like, the greatest villain of all time. In my anyway, opinion, definitely. But yeah, for, for me, definitely. Is. Definitely, like, the original trilogy Darth Vader, and then the different, like, um, platforms that he's on. Yeah, just that scene in Rogue One, man. Yeah, exactly. So, in Rogue One, he's brilliant. Star Wars Rebels is brilliant. In the games, he's brilliant. Especially Fallen Order, which, obviously, you haven't even finished it. Um, but he is in it. I'm like And it's like, Wars, when right. he turns up in that game, I was legitimately sat there and I was like, Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Why are you running? <laughs> I was like, I can't press the buttons. <laughs> Darth Vader just shows up. <laughs> like a whole medicine. And I'm just like, oh, do I press the buttons, mate? <laughs> Why? Like, you're in a, you're like in the Star Wars world, but you're still holding a game controller as well. Like. I can't press the buttons, mate. <laughs> Hang on a minute, laugh. I can't press the buttons. <laughs> now I sound like I'm from Red Six. What are you going on my accents? <laughs> Hang on a bit, Mike. <laughs> I think he's become like he's synonymous with Star Wars, isn't he? For people who yeah. don't really like Star Wars as well, like yeah. casual Star Wars. He is know. like the household name. So you know we were talking before about superheroes, where like Superman is the the household name for a hero. Yeah, he's like the brand. For he a is the brand, yeah. especially like even though Marvel is like way past DC at this point, everybody still thinks, oh, like. Oh, he's an absolute Superman. Like that's the person. That's the person that they always like describe as the hero. It's never yeah. like 
they were like, oh, he's an Iron Man, because it doesn't sound as good. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it's, he's it's an super. Group. But when, even people who don't watch Star Wars, if you say to someone, Obi-Wan Kenobi, they'll be like, uh, yeah. I don't know, Qui-Gon Jinn? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Han Solo? <laughs> Darth Vader? Oh, yeah, I know that one. Probably freak. My mind is running. <laughs> <laughs> But he's, yeah. like, he's literally, he's the household name for a villain. Everybody must know Darth Vader, even if they don't know Star Wars. I also just think as well that, like, he's, as, like, villains go, he's very ungimmicky. Yeah. Like, there's not really anything necessarily, like, outside of the fact that, obviously, when he was Anakin, and he still obviously is Anakin, but, like, was so powerful with the Force, mm-hmm. there's nothing massively, like, outstanding about him apart from the fact that he's just good at yeah. using the force but mm-hmm. it's his character that's more menacing than yeah. anything else see the thing for me as well is obviously like the everything outside of it like all the other Star Wars lore because as good as he is in the films even when you read about what he did between yeah. Revenge in canon. and Rogue One like yeah in canon where it's just like this guy was an absolute beast yeah like, Palpatine made his suit because he was angry with him because he lost the fight. He made his suit to actually counteract his force. Yeah, like contain his power. That's apparently why he can't use force lightning. Right. Um, but, yeah, he was still strong AF. Well, yeah, I mean, because if, if you think about it, right, the battle between Anakin and Obi-Wan, if you really watch it and you think about, like, raw power, mm-hmm. the only thing that lost that battle was inexperience. Yeah. Like... Anakin would have kicked his ass in like a f- a f- like a one on one actual like legitimate. Yeah. But Obi Wan was too clever. That was the problem. Yeah, that was that was the <laughs> issue. Like another thing, which obviously because a lot of a lot of stuff that you see in films, you don't realize why they're in it because you don't have someone narrating it. Yeah. So in that scene, you know where they're in the control room and they're both just swinging the lightsabers. Yeah. Have you read that the reason why they did that is because they both knew what the other person was going to do. And as they both went to do it at the same time, they both thought, right, I know how to counter that. But then they both counted it at the same time. Oh, That's why they're just swinging. That's interesting. And then they both think, you know what, I'm just going for it. And then they both do that at the same time as well. Yeah. That's why they do it. And it's, cool. like, it's like stuff like that is so good. But again, we always seem to talk about how like the prequels fell. And one of the reasons why it fell is because they, made, like, they cut so many things. Because you know... When they're on Grievous's ship at the start, yeah, they cut a scene where you know when they get like in, like captured in that like force field yeah. generator, and Obi Wan's like, I thought we were smarter than this. When all the droids turn up, Anakin and Obi Wan have like a thing between them where they're saying, "Oh, what if we try this?" and they're doing hand signals, and it shows that they're like they've been through so much together and they know what the other person's talking about, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, that'll work. We'll yeah. do that one." But then, because they cut out so much of their relationship, when it came to that fight, it was like, oh, this is just a cool fight. But then you yeah. don't realise the similarities between them as they're doing it. Yeah. Which is so, it's so well written, but then... It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense <laughs> because it's not put in. Yeah. So it's like, um... That's annoying. Yeah. But as far as that... As far as Anakin's transition, like, his individual transition to Darth Vader was, was really well done. Apart from... No, no. <laughs> very, very bad input from George Lucas. <laughs> but 
But let's not talk about that. Do you know what the funny thing is, right? So many Star Wars fans now say that George Lucas should have done the sequel. Yeah. Sequel trilogy. It's like, but we most of yeah. you were the ones who complained about the prequel trilogy. But now everybody loves the prequel trilogy because everybody hates on the sequel trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong, those films have aged well. I, I like. I always thought that... Attack of the Clones can just get in the bin and Phantom Menace is a bit sketchy. Yeah. But there's cool scenes in it, that's what we keep saying. Yeah. There's parts of it where it's like, this is so cool, but the actual story is dreadful. Yeah. Now this is podcasting. <laughs> you are my brother, Anakin. Mate, I don't know, I don't know why, Eric, but this is just... Just came to my head. You know, we sometimes call this the dadcast. Yeah. I was literally thinking, like, earlier, because obviously I knew you were coming around to do the dadcast. And I was just like, oh, imagine, imagine when we've got kids and we're just like, oh, we're doing the dadcast and we'll actually call it the screen dads. And we'll just talk about TV, film, and golf. <laughs> <laughs> Both wearing our Peaky Blinders hats, our, our absolute checkered fleeces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, I think that. The, the scene that possibly solidified it for me was the one in like Rogue One just because like the reason that I think it makes him look like such a good villain is because he doesn't again like, he doesn't really do anything apart from ignite his lightsaber and breathe mm-hmm. but it's so iconic like mm-hmm. I remember when it happened in the cinema and I was like I like I couldn't breathe yeah I was like was so amazing. like whoa I was just taken aback by it and then it's like when they look and turn around and you just see the darkness panic. the panic yeah. in the people as well like when they're just like let us out the breathing bit gets me, and then when the lightsaber ignites, it's like, oh. it's like it's like that classic like in Jaws when they turn and they can see him coming, and then you just see the dorsal fin. You're like, oh, you get him, man. Oh, oh damn, we can't need a bigger boat. You can't need some milk. <laughs> I can't need bigger boat. Copper buttons. Why are we on EastEnders? <laughs> Is this the only way is Essex? Are we Gemma Collins? I don't believe in milk. I think as well, like you were saying, probably something that sort of demonstrates how important he is, just in general, maybe not as just like a villain, is the fact that you were saying about how people almost identify Star Wars with him. Mm-hmm. In that even though he physically wasn't like actually in any of those three sequels, his presence was very much in it throughout. Yeah. Um, particularly with like the relationship with Kylo. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just in general in the film, like obviously getting mentioned and stuff like that. And I think that is because they know that they need that kind of, I don't, they just need like, it's like he just is Star Wars, mm-hmm. Darth Vader. Like yeah. obviously there's all these other characters, but Darth Vader is Star Wars. <coughs> and mm-hmm. he's the villain, which is why he's the greatest villain of all time, because yeah. a villain shouldn't hold that spot. It should be Ray or Obi Wan yeah. or someone like that. Yeah. It should be someone good. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. The th- one of the things which I think that a lot of Star Wars fans, because genuinely, I gen- I'm going to put Star Wars fans in the same category as Arsenal fans. They're some of the worst. It's time Sorry. to go. It's time <laughs> to go. Obama what? Obama who? <laughs> Obi Wan what? <laughs> Obi Wan who? Obi Wan, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna genuinely put 
I was going to say Arsenal fans in the same category. I'm going to put Star Wars fans in the same category as Arsenal fans being... They're the worst fans in the world. They're only fans when they choose to be. That's and they, that's lo- it. And they love complaining. Fans, Star yeah, Wars fans love complaining. Don't get me wrong, right? For years, I've always said that the prequel trilogy is, is nowhere near as good. But I'm not that type of person where I'll just sit there and I'll just sit, I'll force my opinion on people. I'll be like, oh, the original trilogy, you need to prefer this one because it's got everything, which is fair enough. That's my opinion. The thing which I don't like, and a lot of people have this opinion, is Kylo Ren in the sequel trilogy. So many people were like, oh, I absolutely hate Kylo Ren's character. He's just a whiny little teenage baby, just like kicking off and all that. And I'm like, hang on a minute. You're the same people who think that the prequel trilogy is amazing. Anakin's transition from good to bad is like this. Yeah. It's like you see little snippets of things going like bad for him where like he kills all the sand people or when when he kills Dooku you can see these things like happening you can mm. see him like having bits of the dark side but then suddenly it's Do like it. it's like he's got this he's got this like mixed emotions inside of him but then it's like oh I'm just going to go and kill all these kids. Yeah. Like like that. It's like, boom. Whereas Kylo Ren, you can literally see from the get-go that he is so conflicted and it's like, he doesn't know how to react to things and he doesn't know if it, if he's ever doing anything right. Oh, yeah. I mean... Like, that was so much better. Kylo like, Ren is my... Well, you know it, like, years, but Kylo Ren's my favourite character in Star Wars. Yeah. Like, just because of that reason that, like... I don't... Well, yeah, just... It, he never really falls to one side or the other and I think that's like it's something I've massively complained about previously to people in Star Wars is that Anakin's transition is just far too quick like it's almost like like you were saying they tried to put the snippets in and then in the third film it was just all of a sudden like oh it was like we've run out of time yeah (laughs) they probably could have done with the fourth film but they couldn't because there was already a fourth which was a new hope Mm -hmm. yeah well it did feel very rushed yeah how do we always end up talking about Star Wars? Always. Hands well, down. The next villain that I'm going to suggest is from something that we often talk about a lot. I'm going to say Thanos is also in there. Thanos. Good job. And the Very reason I think Thanos is because maybe almost the opposite of Darth Vader in that he's in, like, Thanos wasn't really actually in the Marvel Universe physically for longer than basically two films. Which one? Which film was it where he, he was there at the end of the credits? Was it Guardians? So he's in. He's he's in thought. No, he's in the first Avengers mm-hmm. because he's given Loki the army. Yes. But you don't actually see his face until the post-credit scene. Yes. And then after Guardians is the one where he says, "I'm going to have to go down myself, I think, and put his hand in the gauntlet." Yes. So he's in two post-credit scenes, but in the Avengers film with Loki, he wasn't. You barely saw him. Mm-hmm. And he was very animated. Yeah, but because I would imagine that at that point they hadn't quite decided whether he was worth yeah. building the whole story around or not. Um, but yeah, he his impact is that realistically, because the thing is as well, he's not even actually really, he, he obviously is, but he's more prominent in um, Infinity War than Endgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Endgame is more about them writing everything. Exactly. But somehow... Infinity War is about him 
like just doom doom his task. Yeah, and I think one of his standpoints is like to the point where like obviously his nickname is the Mad Titan. And he sounds like he's a psycho, but his mission is almost understandable. Yeah, like sometimes when he explains like, it, I'm like, mm, that kind of makes sense. He's a villain, but he's a reasonable villain. Like he's doing what he's doing to actually sustain life. Yeah, well, he almost he ex- doesn't he doesn't believe that life is is what's the word like appreciated. Yeah, and it's treat awfully, and he he says in Endgame that he thought that people would be grateful. Yeah, rather than upset. Well, he's almost, he almost explains it as like he was trying to do it for a good cause, but because mm-hmm. no one would do it, he ended up taking it to like I don't know, not mm-hmm. even to the extreme. Just like he's doing, I can't remember what. There's like a phrase, isn't there, that they use when someone's like doing something, but they're doing it wrong, and I, they use it in movies all the time. And it's like when a bad guy has doing is it like doing the right th- doing the right thing for the wrong or doing the wrong thing for the right reasons. Yeah, he's doing the like the wrong thing yeah. but for the right reasons yeah he's he's trying to make everyone's lives better but by killing everyone else <laughs> yeah and like he will always like obviously just the amount of impact that he made in Infinity or obviously like coming in mm-hmm. and I think everyone even probably me partly expected that just because of the good guy bad guy narrative in films where you know you even think about Darth Vader who is eventually well, he's not only defeated by somebody, he's defeated by his own internal mm-hmm. pain. But there's always a weakness. Mm-hmm. But with him, it was like, no. He's just going to batter everyone that yeah. for these last 10 years and yeah. 30 films we've made look invincible. Yeah. And by the end of the film, I was like, oh my God. Like, I remember watching that end scene, just yeah. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of my favourite lines from Endgame is when Rocket says, oh, he had a retirement plan. And it's literally he set out to do his job, and then that was him done. He wasn't yeah. doing anything else. He didn't need to do anything else. He literally had his farm, which makes him a non-standard villain because other yeah. villains would still have a would. He doesn't have a goal to take over. His goal was We're not to... here to take part. We're here to take over. Yeah, the opposite. You don't do nothing. <laughs> you don't do nothing. I can't reach buttons. <laughs> But no, he is, he is a phenomenal character. Especially in Infinity War. Mm, yeah. 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 He's just... He... Like, everything just came into fruition with that, like, story. It was like, they did it so well. They, they did it that well that he didn't need to be in the other films. And that's the thing. It, it, that is, like, absolutely staple where why Marvel have overtaken DC. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't so... They didn't make a, like a concerted effort to involve him in the other films, like mm-hmm. you said. But then, all of the things that they explained mm-hmm. in Infinity War and Endgame, i.e., like what he'd done in the past, somehow still made sense, even though he wasn't in the films. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas DC probably would have done some weird kind of, like f- when Flash is in, um, Batman. Ben Affleck and he yeah. t- and and then it didn't make sense until later on because mm. it's talking about bringing Superman back, which yeah. is in Justice League, and it was like wait, but that happened first, so that didn't make any sense then. So why did that happen? Yeah. Like oh. it, that kind of complicated sort of like loop. Well, yeah, I was I was just about to say like, could you imagine DC trying to do 
22 films that lead up to well 21 films no 20 films that lead up to essentially one long very long movie really wasn't very it very long sorry you literally by the time you <clears> came <throat> to the 21st film you'd be like there are which, 10 be, different actors for yeah I'd be like which character are you again what did you do at this point yeah. where did you come from <laughs> yeah I really like Thanos I, I, I think he was the perfect kind of foil for and that Josh Brolin so Played him so well. Yeah, he played him very he well. He played Cable so well in Deadpool. And he plays... Mikey? So well in The Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like you were saying, what he kind of did well with playing Thanos was that, like, gave him that edge that he wasn't sort of actually evil. Really. What, in both films? Yeah. Because he's not, he's not evil in Deadpool either, but he's given that, like, persona at first, and then it's like, no, I'm actually... Yeah. I'm actually here for this reason. And I think that's what attracts you sometimes to villains is like obviously, for example, with Darth Vader where we know the backstory about Anakin mm-hmm. um, and then with him we know, you know, you end up finding out a little more about his story. Yeah. I think that helps you to kind of connect as opposed yeah. to just being given a villain and they're just like, oh, this is the bad guy. Yeah. Like kind of like how Joker has attached people I mean because everyone liked Joker anyway but that's stamped it even further the reason why everyone liked Joker is because like both like both Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger was because they each had because a lot of DC fans are more fans from comics I think yeah people like me who, who I'm not a DC fan it's because I don't read the comics so when I watch the films, I'm like, literally, none of this makes sense, and it's stupid. Whereas a lot of DC fans who read the comics are like, no, it's actually quite good, which is fair enough. So the different personas that you get of Joker in the comics, actually, it was weird. It was sort of like, you've got loads of different personas within him, and then it's sort of like, the Jack Nicholson one was a bit of that persona, and it was over here, and it was like that gangster version. Yeah. Then the Heath Ledger version was like the psychotic one over here, which was a completely different one. And then you've got Joaquin Phoenix's, which is another one. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like the reason why the Joker is so highly loved, like in all of those different forms. Yeah. It's because each one is different, but it's all the same character and you know it's the same character. Yeah. Because I haven't read the comics, so I can't relate to Joker in the comics. But I can relate to him from the cartoons, mm-hmm. which he had all those different personas in the cartoons. Yeah. Like with Mark Hamill as the voice, because he was so good. Mate, how good was Joker? Brilliant. We went to see it, me and you and Joe, twice in like a week, didn't we? Was it August or October? It was October. October, yeah. Yeah. Still, still one of my favourite films, bam, that. Bam, bam. I love that that scene is apparently like. Invented in his head, like we were talking about um, American Psycho. <laughs> yeah, but and that's the thing as well about like that film was sort of how we've ended up talking about this after Thanos, but like because we're talking about villains, Joker I, works as a villain. I love that like they didn't put stamps down on stuff was definitely yes or no. It was more like you might have made that up. Yeah, I'm not telling you. Mm-hmm. You might have, and I was that frustrates me, but yeah. at the same time makes it good. Yeah, because <laughs> it was like that whole oh my god, this girl actually likes him. And then it was like, hang on a minute, she's never actually met him yeah. in her life. Because when we came out, in his head. 
was it you or Joe was like, what if he killed her? Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, yeah, what if he, what if he did kill her? Yeah, I think it was Joe. <laughs> I think it was Joe. Because I was like, nah. <laughs> no. Mate, I was just looking here, right? And you know, like, I've obviously got Loki's Space Cafe. <laughs> Loki has Space Star. I just thought that's it. Me back. Rather than Mr. Beck. And I was like, why does it say me back? I was like, what does that mean? Oh, me Becky. Oh, me back. Me back. Me back. Wait, I've suggested two. Do you want to suggest? Yes. So, right. Second on my list, because I actually, I actually wrote a bit of a list. Second on my list. Was Hannibal Lecter. Who, depending on depending on if you have like the same sort of idea of a villain yep. as what I had, like after reading what the definition was, rather than thinking that if you've got a villain, you have to have a hero. Yeah. Because you don't have a hero in any of the Hannibal films. Hannibal Lecter, Anthony Hopkins, Hannibal Lecter, not the guy who plays him in the TV show. No, because he's a really good one though. I can't remember his name. Mads Michelson. That's one. He's a really good Hannibal. Um, but what's it, oh, what's it called? It's the one who plays him in Hannibal Rising. It's like the younger version of him as oh, he like yeah. starts to like he, he, he does like his psychology degree and he finds I think it's called Hannibal Rising. But the Anthony Hopkins version, literally right. Him and Jodie Foster. Gaspard has, Uliel. Mate, I'm not gonna lie. Yes, him. You did phenomenal pronouncing that second name. Thanks, mate. He's um, in something. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Paul O'Grady. Yeah, Paul O'Grady. Yeah. Yeah, sound nice one. Mate, imagine Paul O'Grady like releasing Hannibal Lecter because <laughs> someone didn't pick him. I don't know why, right? But oh, hang on. Wait. No, see, it says he's best known for his portrayals. He's definitely in something. I don't know. It's a TV show. Oh I don't know, man. I really don't know. I've like lit- like I know his face. Yeah. But I don't know. You might know him from Hannibal, and not know, not realize. <laughs> you might have known him from Hannibal, but not known. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Um. So, like, their chemistry in that film was like so good because it was sort of like as soon as they met, Hannibal sort of asserted himself as the dominant over someone who he could instantly tell was quite frail and but what he was doing and this this was like my favorite thing in that film what he's actually doing is he's he's teaching her and he's actually building up her confidence because that's what gets him going because of him being a psychologist it's like i can actually increase your confidence and make you more of a more of a, a project than yeah. than someone who is like I'm incarcerated by basically. But the 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 dialogue in that film the way that, that film have you ever seen Hannibal? I've seen Silence of the Lambs and Red Dragon. Yeah, right. So Silence of the Lambs, when he's when he's first in the prison when she goes to see him, the thing that I love about that film, and I will always say this because it's so different to everything else, it's like when each person, each of the main characters are talking, they're talking to the camera. Mm-hmm. So when Hannibal's talking, he's looking directly at the camera. And when she's talking, she's looking directly at the camera. And it's sort of like, as he's talking to her, you sat there and you're like, I can actually, I you feel, feel like you're talking yeah. to me. Yeah. 
Which for that? Are you for, talking to me? <laughs> are you talking to me? <laughs> it just made me think of neighbours. You know, like you're talking to me. I thought you were going to do it with a coffee accent again. I've got buttons. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? <laughs> Why did I sound like Alfie Solomon? Are you talking to me? That noise would be like Margate. Have a break, please, please. I appear to be this one. <laughs> Can't believe he literally plays Alfie Solomon's in Legend. <laughs> or does he play Ronnie Curry? In Peaky Blinders. Who knows? Or does he play Ben? Or does he play... um, Can I sponsor? Oh, what's it called? Lock. Put it on, put it on. (laughs) Go on, go on, slap it, slap it. (laughs) Go on in. (laughs) Mate, what a psycho Charles Bronson is. He's a nutcase. I hope he doesn't listen to this. (laughs) I really (laughs) hope he doesn't listen to this. I hope he's not allowed access to dadcasts. I mean podcasts. (laughs) And he's just sat there and he's just like listening to the screen heads and he's like, oh. And then he just hears me say, Charles Bronson's an absolute nutcase. And he just starts going, give me the bar, give me the bar. I think... I'm uh, actually scared. Again, like we were saying about sort of iconic, like Anthony Hopkins will always be associated with that role. Yeah. As long as he's, as long as he's still acting. Like Mm -hmm. he will always be associated with that role. Mm -hmm. Considering... How old? Anthony Hopkins must have been in his 60s when he did. Maybe his 50s when he did. Oh, yeah, he's, the first one. Yeah. He's, he's literally been old my entire life. Forever. It's like Morgan Freeman. Yeah. But one scene, one scene which I'll always remember is like. Oh, it's disgusting. It's He's incarcerated. I think it's the second one. He's, he's in like a cage in the middle of a room. And what he does is he gets the police officer to come in and then he. He kills him and cuts off his face and puts it on his own face oh, but yeah. wears his police uniform and makes it look like the guy that he's killed makes it look like the guy that he's killed is the, like um, him yeah and he goes in the ambulance and they're trying to but he's just got his skin on and I'm like ugh yeah. So well, that is genius. In the office, US, right? There's an episode where they do safety training because one of the members of staff has a heart attack and they're doing about CPR and they're talking about like how to do it properly. And you know who Dwight is, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he's like saying that because uh, she's like, well, you haven't done it right and he's dead now. And he's like, is he an organ donor? Right, we need to check. And he like cuts open the mannequin and starts like pulling all the organs out and then everyone turns around and he cuts the face off the doll and puts it on and everyone turns around and he starts going <laughs> which is a reference to that but yeah that's only funny if you've seen the office US uh, mate that's incorrect because I haven't seen it but that's funny <laughs> tell us something mum doesn't know um, right so we've already done Joker because I've got I've, I've written down Joker and I've put Heath Joaquin and Jack Nicholson because Jack Nicholson everybody loves Heath Ledger but I just love Jack Nicholson's like mate what about Jared Little <sighs> this is uh, the end of the podcast <laughs> not for this week forever <laughs> um, I was only joking mate I put Hans Gruber mm. I like Hans Gruber from Die Hard what an absolute legend. Take my picture with it. What an absolute legend. Simply because, right, Alan Rickman. Simply the best. Stop <laughs> Simply the best. Alan Rickman 
plays Hans Gruber phenomenally, I think. <laughs> What's a brother going to do to get a wet wipe? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> yippee kayak, other buckets. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think in that film, like sort of like as it's going on, you can understand the way that he has has his entire plan set out. He wants the police there. Yeah. He didn't want them there as early as what they were. He wants the police there. He wants the hostages. He knows where the money is, and he knows um, who like like what Nakatomi does basically. Nakatomi Plaza. Nakatomi Plaza. It's like you kick the bucket. <laughs> Um, so like his entire plan is laid out and even when uh, John McLean is actually who's the hardest John who's the hardest John <laughs> why is he even here he's never shown any sort of art and craft why is he the best but yeah, every time I think of that episode I always forget that we argued over who would be best at art and crafts I can still remember like cause your room was set out differently so we were sat over there and at one point I was like stood near the door and I was like shouting at you being like, do you realise what you've just said? Do you realise what you're saying? And you're like, close combat, John Wick would win. Have you seen that? <laughs> Mate, there's also a part where I'm stood up and I'm near the window and I'm looking out the window and then I go, not with Bond called Woody. <laughs> we need to do some more of those, man. Oh, it was absolutely insane. What an episode. Arts and crafts. You know what would be really good? We should do like... You know you can do like random number generator? Yeah. Imagine if there's like a random movie character generator and we just have to randomly generate three characters and then like random. just back one of them that would win in a fight and it's like Optimus Prime, Bruce Bogtrotter and Kermit. <laughs> but someone has to make a legitimate case that Optimus Prime wouldn't win that fight. <laughs> What? Random character, best random tools. Um, I don't get why it says six. Quantity six. What? It might be like you have to... Mate! Mate! Right, hang on. How many are we generating? Three. Right, so if I generated this right here, right now... I got three characters and I only know one of them. So there's someone called from, called Kim from Rachel Getting Married. There's Jesse James from The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. <laughs> what? Yeah, and, then that and then there's Dr. Emmett Brown. What a legend. We might have to do ourselves. Mate. Mate. Right, the next one that I've done is came up with six characters. And one of them is Buddy. One of them is Norman Bates, who is actually in my yeah. list as well. And one's E.T. <laughs> who would win in a fight, Norman Bates or E.T.? Reese's Elliot. <laughs> Can't press a bad bags. Can't press a bad Could if you had E.T.'s fingers. <laughs> Norman Bates is also on my list. Because he's, he's like the iconic, iconic staple. <laughs> Serial killer. Yeah. Because of that scene in the shower. When he wears his mum's clothes. Oh, yeah. I remember watching Bates Motel. Bates Motel's really good. When it first I came out, I was like, it. I'm going to watch that. And then I never did. It's really good. I recommend it. He plays a very good Norman Bates. 
Norma Bates. <laughs> Norma Bates is a very good character as well. She's um the She's a lady. Ah, oh, she's she's in what they called the Conjuring. Oh, all right. It's the the wife. Yeah. I can't remember what she's called. My wife. My wife. Is Jenna. Nice, eh? Jenna. <laughs> That's gonna be you. My wife, Jenna. <laughs> can't believe when you get married you're going to go I take the Jedi <laughs> <laughs> Forrest Gump is also a minister bloody hell harsh but yeah he's also like he is like if I think of the most iconic serial killer films because I prefer horror films where they've got like an actual person rather than something supernatural because I think supernatural ones are like they're literally there to pander to the fact that they can just make a jump from nothing. Because mm-hmm. it's like, there's no build-up. It's just, it's here or it's not. So I prefer that there's a serial killer because there's sort of like that build-up. You see things happening in the background. You see someone moving. You see shadows and stuff like that. I prefer yeah. that. So like if I think of like where that sort of originated from, I'd put Psycho as like the top yeah. of the ones that made those popular. Oh yeah, um, I think like, oh gosh, something like the yawn was hot, I was like, oh, <laughs> why is it, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> um, I don't want to be tired, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think like, you know, with massive credit to obviously Alfred Hitchcock, like, Things like Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, Chainsaw Massacre, down to like Jeepers Creepers and all that kind of stuff wouldn't Jeepers have happened creepers. Uh, without, without Psycho, yeah. realistically. Jeepers Creepers is shocking. Yeah. Such a bad film. The fir- Do you know what, right? The first one's like, it's got Justin Long in, hasn't it? The first yeah. One. I like the idea of it. I like the idea the, of like... The a- premise of it is very yeah. good. It just wasn't carried out very well the second one definitely not like you know when he you know when he regenerates his head yeah when he when he loses like the top part of his head yeah because of the bar when he gets the bar through his eye and then he just pulls it out and it takes that chunk of his head and he ingests the other head and then it just sort of like and then it just becomes the same as the rest it's like mm, yeah. no I, w- I would have preferred that if when it came through it was then like you know, like a Frankenstein thought sort of thing where yeah, it's like stitched, stitched to it. That would have been good. But like the first one, I like the idea of it where it's like there's this creature and it can only survive. It comes out of hibernation every 21 years? 23? Something weird. It's, it's a weird like number. I think it's 21. I can say 21. 21. 21. Um, but I like the idea of it, that it can only then survive by regenerating its body parts. I like that. And one of the coolest scenes is the last scene, you know, where Justin Long's face is like right in the camera and you can see the eyes through. Yeah. And then the camera goes backwards and it's like just his face, just his skin. But then Jeepers Creepers like walks out from the back because it's taken his eyes. Yeah. That was such a cool scene. But the rest of the film is just, it's weird. Like in the second one, he can fly. In the first one, he drives a pickup truck. Yeah. Where were your wings in the first one, man? Fly on the wings of love. In my pickup truck. Mate, right, on the way over here, I was listening to a playlist on Spotify 
And this, one of the songs that came up was, I'm a dreamer. Oh, what a tune. Boom, 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 boom. And then I turned Spotify off and put heart on. And it was like, uh, oh, we'll be back in five minutes. And then it was, I'm a dreamer. And I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll just listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> it is an absolute tune, though, to be fair. I can't believe I'm going to be singing that on karaoke next Friday on the marina. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, today at work, I, uh, one of the lads had his phone connected to the speaker. And I said, oh, Put some power ballads on because you know you love a good sing song. Oh, yeah. Power, power ballads. Power ballad. Didn't put anything on. Like a few good songs came on. Didn't didn't specifically put power ballads on. And then the Juice World came on, and I'm not gonna lie, I like Juice World. You don't look my heart in a bag. I was like, I like Juice World, but can we just turn Juice World off for a bit? I'm, I don't want the depressiveness right now. And he said Juice World isn't depressing. And I was like, he's talking about drugs. And like and dying you and putting your heart in a bag. I, I was like, oh wait, mate, just put yeah. something better on. I was like, put a power ballad on so it's I can see. speed right now. And he turned around. And he just went, what is a power ballad like? Is that a thing? And I was like, it's an actual genre of music, a ballad. Yeah. And he was like, what is I it? And I was like, I was like, it's a it's Glee made an episode on it, mate. I want you to show me. That song came on because I ended up I ended up hijacking the speaker and putting on now one hundreds. Power Ballads album. Oh, it was, oh. <laughs> it was weird though because Emily Sandy was in there with um. God, what happened to her? Oh, what song was it again? You know what? I'll find out what song it is right, right here. Straight oh, in my nose, girl. That's not what song it was. <laughs> That's not a song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I've been listening to a lot of um, Shag Mary Denied. Shout out Chris Ramsey and Rosie Ramsey. Yeah, honestly. The, f- the funny thing about that is, like, Jenny listened to it for ages, and when she got me to listen to it, because we both love Chris Ramsey. Benito Beautiful with R- Labyrinth. I don't know why, but I thought you were going to say Benito Carbone. <laughs> Do you remember it? <laughs> Once gone an absolute worldie for Aston Villa. <laughs> Do you know what, right? As soon as you said, you know, you're like me, as soon as someone says a sentence... You, you tend to take the first bit of the sentence and you relate it to something that you would think of in that situation. <laughs> so you said absolute worldy. And the first thing that came into my head was Joe Cole against Sweden in 2006. 2006 Joe Cole? Yeah. On the chest. Oh, mate. Straight absolute swaz. I do remember that song. I never listened, yeah. Love a bit of Labyrinth. I, for, I forgot I was talking about it. Do you think I was saying, I love that song, Joe Cole against Sweden? <laughs> I was like, oh, what are you on about? <laughs> Is this the T-Pot situation all over again? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe you got me with that. I feel so dumb. I feel so vulnerable and weak. I need to have on it. I thought I was going to say now. I had another villain in my head and I forgot who it was. Tell me about my heart. It's all over TikTok. Yeah. Some of the best ones are where it's like when I text her saying, "Can I come over?" and she says, "No, my parents were in." It's like him walking into a, <laughs> into like a lake, fully clothed. <laughs> oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Now it's really annoying me. Oh, sorry, man. Well, I mean, yeah. Ah, uh, Dad. That's what I thought as well. Who else have I got on my list? <laughs> Who else have I got in the yellow pages? Mm. Yellow pages, Pete Stanton. Mate, do you know who else is in my list, right? You're going to love this, these two, right? You're just turning into a cockney again. <laughs> Can't I touch the buttons? <laughs> I've got Agent Smith from Mat- Mat- Matrix. 
I was going to say Matilda. <laughs> I was going to say Matilda. You know that famous scene where Mrs. and Mrs. Trunchbull spin I was going to say, I can't believe Mrs. Trunchbull's in the Matrix. I can't believe Morpheus is actually Mrs. Trunchbull. <laughs> I can't believe that when Mr. Smith eats that chocolate cake on the stage, they're all going, Smith, 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 you can do it, Smithy. <laughs> can we just quickly say how weird it was in that film that Matilda, um, Mrs. Trunchbull actually did swing a child around by her pigtails and launched her. And then Matilda's just like, nah, mate. Do you remember when they got uh, shot in that cupboard as well? That had, like, spikes oh, in the it. spikes it, it, like, yeah. steamed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it just was a good one. It is, it is a very good one. Mr. Ed, I haven't watched The Matrix in years. I watched Matrix in a long time. Film, they're going to film Matrix 4 soon, aren't they? I, I think know. they are filming it now. I'm sure I read an article saying Keanu Reeves was filming it pre, mm. pre-virus. pre Did you hear that um, Hugo Weaving said that he doesn't want to play Elrond in the Amazon? How good is Hugo Weaving, by the way? Hugo Weaving is fantastic. He doesn't want to play Elrond again. He feels like he's played him too much. He doesn't want to play him in the sequel series that's coming on Amazon which I can't wait for that but he said that he wants to play Mr. Smith again which makes me think that Matrix 4 isn't going to have Mr. Smith in because he's saying he wants to play him again not I'm looking forward to doing it which makes me think that if they're doing a new one because obviously in the last one he actually destroys what they're called sentinels sentinels yeah he destroys all of that, which is like... He was just going, centimeters, centimeters, centimeters. So, like, if they're going to do a new one, and they do, like, a new... A new, new a one. A new evil. Be better, be gone. <laughs> <laughs> they do, like, a new evil. It's like, surely they can't just do one. Yes. Because after doing three films that have, like... I see. I understand the same good guys and the same bad guys to then you have can't just come in at that. You can't just come in with a number four with completely different situations. I've now just got the music from the very beginning of Fellowship of the Ring stuck in my head. I've still got. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right then, keep your secrets. <laughs> have you seen that meme where it's like when Backstreet's back and it's a cut of that scene and it's just him saying "All right." <laughs> One of my favourite things between me, you and Joe is that if someone messages something and then deletes the message, you instantly get a gif that It's a says, race of who can do it first. You instantly get the gif of Frodo saying, alright then, keep your secrets. It doesn't matter who it is, when it is, or what it is. You've just got to do it. Alright then, keep your secrets. Most of the time it's me who's deleted the message because I can't spell WhatsApp. <laughs> I can't spell For some reason. It's not just a WhatsApp bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know I was very good at spelling at school. Mate, when I was in college, we did a we did a spelling test and like we did a numeracy and literacy test because like it was for engineering. And on the test, I think there was like 12, 12 words that we had to do, and it was stuff like centimeters and millimeters. You know, because obviously there's like. Uh, like English English words are spelling it and there's yeah. the American words are spelling it so like it was to see if because obviously we're in the UK seeing if we could like distinguish between the two but then like you know words like separate where people don't realise that there's like A's yeah. rather than E's so there was words like that but then there was like independent 
And I was just sat there and I was like, how the hell do you spell independent? And then all I had in my head was Macklemore going, oh my, I N D E P E N D E N T. That is a tune, by the way. I was like, that is the way that I can remember how to spell it independent. And if I ever need to spell bananas, Gwen Stefani. I learned how to do most of my spelling from songs. Gwen Stefani taught me how to spell. Teachers didn't teach me how to spell. Gwen Stefani did. She taught me how to spell wombat. It's, it's the only word that I can spell. <laughs> I thought you said she taught me how to spell wombat. And it's the only word I know how to spell. I was going to try and put it into bananas, but it's not long enough. Mate, do you realise that it's been like almost two years since we went to see the wombats? Yeah. Because it wasn't this last, year, it was last, it was last year. January, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like the 25th or something. Yeah, it was at the end of the... How good were the wombats, by the way? Mate, the wombats were brilliant. If you Absolutely love me, phenomenal. let me go. Back to that bar in Tokyo. I can't believe we're still currently rioting because they didn't do perfect disease. I can't wait to see Stormzy. We would have seen him. We I know, yeah. Just been. Mate, I went... To, oh, no, I did text you, didn't I, saying we would have been at see Stormzy. Yeah. Or we would have been going to see Stormzy. Big Michael. Boom. Big Michael. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, 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 boom. Imagine if it just goes boom, dark boom, boom. and that beat starts playing. Big Michael. I'm going to poo my pants. I'm gonna poo your pints. Oh my god! I'm gonna poo your pints, mate. Carpets are bloody bad. I can't speak, but I can spell bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we're the boy. Score a goal, I can't wait to see something. I can't wait to see something. I can't wait to see Ricky Gervais. I feel like when we first started this podcast, we always used to try and focus as much as we could on like the topic. Whereas now we talk about the topic, and then we're just like, oh, we'll just talk. About ah, we'll just go. We'll just we'll just wing it. <laughs> also, when we first started doing it, we used to do notes. Like we yes. used to study notes. the first the first podcast that we did was who is in charge of the Avengers. I watched four films yeah. for that one. I struggled to watch Five Hundred Days of Summer. <laughs> It's not that I don't want to do it, it's that I just, now because I'm not having to put so because I think at first what it was, was I was struggling to We needed speak. the structure, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we needed the structure, like I didn't feel confident just speaking to the yeah. mic, but the more that we've done it, the more I'm just, I'm just like, I'm literally just speaking to you, but we're recording, yeah. we're recording it. The only thing that I have to be very conscious of is any bad mouthery. <laughs> any... Swearing for like literally, let's stop doing this podcast. And I'm just like, ah, I'm just like, um, Father Jack from uh, Father Ted, Father, <laughs> Father, Father, Son, Unhand me priest. I said that the wrong way around, Son, Father, same side, KFC, mate. Literally, we, we just, still haven't done that because it took because the mic broke and it had been like it six weeks since we watched it and we were like right we need to watch this film again <laughs> I can't believe that in loads of episodes as well this just me and you just randomly going allow me to uh, spin a little further well, the thing is as well like I'm paying for my cine well I'll be paying for my cine world unlimited again from next month mm. but like I don't know if I'm going to be able to go again I wanted to go and see Tenet I wanted to go and see Tenet she asked me to go and watch New Mutants yesterday but he couldn't, he couldn't book a ticket oh. for the cinema. I'm assuming, because obviously they're not doing the socially distancing. Yeah. So because it was coming up with an error, I'm assuming that it was just, it was actually like fully booked. Can I just say, right, so we're recording this in my bedroom, sat like near the bottom of my bed on a desk chair 
a kitchen, like a, a dining room chair with the laptop and the mic on a set of drawers and someone has just pulled up outside of my window and they can see me clear as day. I bet this looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> I bet this looks weird. <laughs> but they're like, what's going on in there? <laughs> What's she got the center of it? Oh, it's been so long since I went. I want to watch Tenet. Tenet looks good. I'll have a look. I'll see, what, see if I can book it. <laughs> Why did I come in here? I don't know. But yeah, I think, like you were saying about, like, yeah, at the start, I used to need... The structure. Like, yeah, I needed things, but, like, yeah. now I kind of feel like it's we had like for me. We also used to say, like, We'd have, like, the bullet points of what we were going to talk yeah. about when we were going to talk about it. But at first, you struggled, but you didn't necessarily... You preferred it when we went a bit more off-script, didn't you? Yeah, like which is what did, I prefer now. Yeah, when we did the trailer, you were like, I can't do I this because I physically scripted. cannot do this. And I was like, will you stop saying who is the leader of the Avengers? <laughs> it was like, I was like, I was like, I don't think Tony would have done what he did if he didn't know you were going to be here after. Uh, he was gone. <laughs> I wish we could go back and re-record that trailer because obviously, I really wish I picked a shorter sentence. Because <laughs> Spotify's got um, a feature now for podcasts mm-hmm. where you can have the trailer, yeah, like under the title. And our trailer and the mic that we had was like twenty quid, and it sounds like we're underground. It's like horrendous. It's like oh, 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 Is it? I think it's the trailer where you're like, "Hello, I'm Adam." Yeah. <laughs> hello, I'm Adam. It's the way that I say it. It's not the fact that I'm saying "Hello, I'm Adam." It's like "Hello, I'm Adam." <laughs> There's like intent behind the way that I'm saying it. It's like Gavin Gavin and Stacey when he's like, Gavin, you're fired. Compared to like now where we can just sit down and like, I I think like, not in like a soppy way, but I like just obviously sitting and talking to you because like we don't see each other as much as like we used to when we were at college or like stuff like that. Obviously we're both busy now, but like. (laughs) We've both got to do that thing where we like make money. money. (laughs) (laughs) But like, that's like the best thing about it for for me is like just chatting with you. So like, I think compared to like. That first, like, the trailer was, like, two minutes long, and it took us, like, two days to record it. <laughs> it took so long. <laughs> it took so long. I just kept getting everything wrong. <laughs> everything wrong. And then I remember when we recorded the... I was literally like that. Buttery, flickery, buttery. <laughs> A buttery, flickery crust. I can remember when we... When we... When we did that first episode, there was a bit as well where we talked about... We, we did a small portion where we talked about the Marvel films in order. And we accidentally talked about a film before one. It was like the wrong order. And after mm. like 15 minutes, I was like, and that whole bit oh, is I wrong. Remember. And we had to like go back. It was when we started talking about... Um, um, it was one of the Iron Mans. Oh we, we were talking about Jeff Bridges at one point as well. You, and you called him, what did you call him? Jeremiah. Jeremiah, but it's Jebediah. Jebediah. I was like, oh no, it's Jebediah. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. We re-record the whole one hour. Do you remember how long that episode was? Three days long. It's like the PK stand-up where it's like, as soon as a little bit of rain, everybody came in, it's raining. That was us, we were like, no, Jebediah. I can still remember... The longest episode, I think, ever that felt long was when we did the Cornell Trilogy. Yeah, because it was like an hour and 47,000 days. Jurassic, minutes, days. Jurassic Park was long as well. 
we still need to do Jurassic World, but I think right, I think and this is gonna be this is gonna be on the podcast, I'm not pausing this. You went, I it's gonna be on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as you started speaking that, I felt like I needed to do this. Oh, it's going to be in the pig Did <laughs> you turn in a Mike Tyson? You went, um, as soon as you started that, I thought you'd do this. <laughs> Just turn into Chris Eubank Jr. Look at that little spot. Wait, did you just turn Chris Eubank Jr.? I think what we need to do because obviously we did we did the Jurassic Park trilogy I think we need to do Jurassic World 1 and 2 mm-hmm. and then a separate one for the new one mmm mmm but mmm mmm <laughs> <laughs> I sound like the alarm when the Death Star is going to blow up well, you know, Luke's dragging Darth Vader across the floor. <laughs> that's, ex- that's exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next episode, mate. Do you remember what we were doing? American Psycho. American Psycho. Oh, I'm in love with the Psycho. A little bit Psycho. American Psycho. How weird was it after we were talking about it? When was it? Did you send me a meme? Yeah, it? I think I sent you a meme. I tagged you in something to do with it. I can't remember what it was, but I saw one, and it was basically, <laughs> it was literally just. Like Chris, oh, Christian Bale one. appreciation, and it was just a photo of him. Um, you know when he's doing like his morning routine, it was just a photo of him, and he just went Christian Bale in American Psycho, and I was like, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> it was the the one I sent you was where it's toilet roll instead of business cards. Mm. <laughs> when he's fuming about the business cards, yep. as if Jared Leto's in that film as well. It's so weird. I know he's in everything. Jared Leto is eight hundred years old. I can't believe that he's a singer. I love like. I don't know, Christian Bale's just so weird in that film. I, I don't mm. know what kind of, like, mindset he got into to do it, but he's mental. And I always remember as well when I was a kid, like, reading about it and, like, reading the DVD and thinking, like, I'll hate this film because it sounds like a proper horror. But it's actually See, not really a horror, in a thing, way. The thing that I remember about the case for it, like, the DVD... I remember being like, that mask. The... Yeah. So, when I was, like... Because... <clears throat> I never watched it like on DVD my cousin had it and I, I remember never, yeah I've never seen it but we're doing a podcast oh, I've never I've ne- who's Christian Bale <laughs> is he the one who's got the Tottenham on loan <laughs> um, I always remember my cousin tried to lend me it and I was like oh no it doesn't look like it to me because I didn't read the back and obviously that bit on the front where it said American Psycho I just thought it was going to be like I don't know like a male version of Black Swan but I've never even seen that I always thought the mask <laughs> was part of his like like, I thought he was going to be wearing that when he killed people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't press the yeah. buttons. <laughs> Can't press any buttons, yeah. mate. Mate, have you ever seen that clip of Gemma Collins where she where she's like listing things and then she says, and I don't believe in milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, Dave? What do you mean? What do you mean? Explain to me what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm a positive American psycho. I've watched it in a long time as well. To be square. I told you about when my alarm went off to that. It was um, the song from Five Hundred Days of Summer. Because I've got I've got Spotify set up. I've got I've got Spotify set up for my alarm in the morning, so that I wake up a bit better than. 
my alarm's like my alarm's one of those like classic ones where it's like it's been designed to try and start soft it's like and it starts quite slow and like quiet and then it suddenly gets louder I thought you were doing Jurassic Park <laughs> Jurassic Park it's a massive park possibly <coughs> go wrong <laughs> So I literally woke up to Hall and Oates and literally, as the alarm was going off, I'm, was I, an, I wasn't on Oates. You were already was, moving in bed. Yeah, I was, I was just vibing and then I was like, oh, I'm going to watch the Super Founders or something. So literally, quarter to seven in the morning, I was watching Joseph Gordon-Levitt <laughs> vibing to Hall and Oates. I thought you said Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> He's made of leather. What a horrible image. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Ramsay. That scene would sound very different if he was made of leather. <laughs> Uh, wait, why am I, why do I do a talk? <laughs> I was trying to do leather, like moving against each other and I started doing a talk. Wait, wait. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Uh, oh, well, what, I used to do that, so on my alarm, I used to have. Um, years and years. Oh, I'll be a king under your control. And that was like my ring, my ringtone, and my alarm sound for about three years. Because I'm quite. <laughs> you just answer your alarm. <laughs> like, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm quite lazy, so like I don't really change. Like my ringtone at the minute is. Um, that's Isley Cantina. Um, but and it's been that for like a year. And before that, it was um, what was it before that? It was the Avengers theme. <laughs> so like, I don't change it. And like I'd set it as that just before I got with Jenny. And then obviously she was like coming to stay with me at uni, and I was going to stay with her. And she now hates that song because the it Avengers. used no years and years. Oh, because it used to wake her up when I was getting up for uni. But whenever it started, I was all being like. Ah. <laughs> I was a king and a young kid. I'm like, oh shit, I'm all <laughs> Yeah, I remember, like, I used to change my ringtone all. I remember when I was younger, if I, like, if my kid had done this, so I had this Sony Walkman Ericsson phone. Sony Ericsson Walkman phone, and uh, it was like a little. And like a little flip part, yep. and that like button, like there was a play button on the plastic mm-hmm. bit, and you flipped it out. And my text tone was, <laughs> "Somebody call nine one one, shorty fire burning on a dance Mate, floor." That drive me insane. And that was my text tone. That drive me insane. Can you imagine <laughs> the amount we text now? I know. So like, I'm just like, like shut it, shut it, shut it. <laughs> And I'm just like, I can't remember the last time I set like an actual ringtone. I don't even know what my ringtone is. I've just gone like. like full nerd because my text tone is R2D2. Is it? <laughs> is it going, wow! <laughs> it's just me trying to spell. <laughs> well, nice. I think we better wrap this up because it's been quite long. Considering I was like, this is going to be a bit of a short episode. I love that you can just see us talking and then me going, wow! wow. <laughs> Um, yeah, so next episode we'll be doing... I can't believe R2-D2 is Owen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> next episode we'll be doing American Psycho. American Psycho. Which still has Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> uh, Bistie and Krill. Neil Patrick Baby. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Ramsay. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Leather. <laughs> 
What are you? You're an idiot sandwich. Uh, thanks very much for listening, guys. As always, please follow the socials and subscribe to the podcast. We do appreciate listening, even though 99% of the time we talk about absolute drivel. <laughs> absolute garbage. Honest to God, garbage. And on that note... Do you know what? I love it. We'll end it. <laughs> thanks, everyone. And on that bombshell... <laughs> thanks, guys.